I did have a choice. It is yeah. a large job to support someone with your time, energy, everything to make sure it happens because it it takes the full team to make it work. This, this, this is the House Flipping HQ podcast. Now let's get flipping with your host, Justin Williams. Justin Williams. <laughs> All right, let's get to work. Focus. This is focus. basically what we do all day, every day. This is actually just how our life is. We just you wish. sit here and, and make out all the time. <laughs> all uh, right. That's so, you guys ready for this? So, we are super pumped. Uh, one of the main questions I get from when I, when I go speak or on the podcast or email or whatever are people want to know how... Tara and I work together, right? How does this work? How does this work? How do I <laughs> work from home all day, every day? We're with each other like... 24-7. All the time, right? Like, how do we do that? How do how does she not kill me? I know I don't kill her because she's awesome. But how, oh. how, do, how does she not kill me? How do we manage this? How do we work together? Like, we've done a lot of work together. Like, how do we do that without butting heads? We don't ever butt heads, right? Never. Never. <laughs> How do we balance family time and, and keep our priorities straight? So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Um, we were going to talk a lot about it first and then get into questions, but we got so many questions that we just want to try to get through as many of them as we can. Yeah. And these are good questions. Like they get to the, the nitty gritty. They get so to the nitty gritty. So we're like, let's, let's just, just go straight questions. Let's just go for it. So let's go. Okay. Ready? Start hey. us off. All right. This comes from Malika Mims. I hope I said that right. But she says, uh, hello, Justin and Tara. I'm a fourth grade teacher, educator with a three-year-old son and wanted to know, how did you all get started in the real estate industry? How did y'all? How did you all? You all? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Wow. Fourth grade, I relate. I actually started, I was a third grade teacher when we started our first business, which was not real estate. But that business was started with the goal of getting into real estate because we knew that was where a lot of people became wealthy. And mm-hmm. so we started with a dish network retailership and transitioned. Yeah. So, and then she goes on to say, I know working from home provides the freedom to spend an increased amount of time with your family. How many hours do you both put in your real estate business every week? Is this when we started or now? <laughs> yeah, it is a constantly evolving thing. Yeah. I mean, the truth was we started out and we were both putting in 15 plus hours a, a day. Um, I was four, month preg- four months pregnant with our first child. I was also teaching third grade. You were going to college and playing football. And, playing football. and that's how everything kind of got started. Yeah. And I was going taking real estate classes at the time uh-huh. thinking I was going to become real anyway but no but then we started our business right yeah and I remember one Saturday we put in like yeah like 15 hours in on a Saturday just doing payroll like we thought it'd take two hours it took forever right, right. so <clears throat> the point being is you know at the beginning you're, you're creating this machine you're you're building something and I'd like to say it's easy um, usually things take a little longer than you think they're going to. It takes a little more time. It, and it is a lot of work. You know, it takes a lot of time. Time and sacrifice. Um, you know, in your situation, you're probably asking, how do I balance this? How do I teach fourth grade? How do I have a, th- I have a three-year-old? How do I do all this? And the good part is, you know, being a teacher, hopefully that you do have a few hours um, in the day uh, after school um, and, and then summers. But 
what I would recommend is, you know, I have, I have a coaching student who he, he has a business that he puts probably 50, 60 or more hours a week into. And he just started two, about three months ago. Yeah. His name's Jeff and he's, he's already done two deals, right? And he's just getting started. I think he's going to be ramping up here and starting to do a couple deals a month. Um, so how does he do that? First, he learned the fundamentals. He had to know the basics. He didn't know what to do if he didn't know what to do. Yeah. Right? You don't know what you don't know. <laughs> so you need to start getting educated. So he learned those fundamentals. And then he started like taking action and testing some things out on his spare time. And it was hard to get that ball rolling, to get that out of that rat race, right? Because mm-hmm. he had his other business. He has family. has a lot in church and has a lot going on. But he, he put in a lot of work. He really put it in for like a month. He worked his tail off. And then he recognized the one thing that was working well for him. He found this one way of marketing that was just working really well for him. And he thought, hmm, this is taking me a ton of time, but I can outsource this. I can get someone else to do it. So he found someone else to do it who he's able to pay a minimal amount. And all he focuses on is taking the calls and meeting with the sellers. Mm -hmm. So he's found a way to only have to put a few hours a week into his business. At first, it wasn't like they put a lot more. Um... And to still be uh, successful. So I wish I could say, hey, it's going to be super easy for you. It's not. If you have a job and a three-year-old son, it's going to be a grind. Yep. It's going to be tough. I don't, we don't, know if, I don't know if you're married or not or have a partner. Um, but other things you can do is you can find partners to work with. You can say, hey, I got some education. I don't know if you have financial resources, but you need to find what are your resources? What do you have? What is your unfair advantage? What is your way that you can sneak in there? What's your foot in the door, if you will? Um and then, and then work hard at that until you can get your first deal. And Jeff does wholesaling. Yeah. So he doesn't have to worry about the financing. He, yeah. He doesn't have to do the rehab and the, the and rehab. selling it. And, so it's a really smart way to start. Yeah. I just bought a house. We just bought a house from him last week. He made 12500 bucks, and yeah. we're going to take on everything else, right? Yeah. So find that one little, focus on less, find the one little tiny thing that you can do. It's going to be a lot of work at first to find that one thing. But once you find that... You can scale back to a few hours and then eventually quit your job and go full-time if that's what you want to do. Yep. All right. Excellent. Okay. Um, do you want me to read this one? Yeah, you, you read this one. So this is from Kathy Argento. And I, Kathy, I know Kathy. She's in our coaching program. It says, hi, Justin. Hi, Kathy. One of my <laughs> questions is, was Tara fully on board with this crazy... Flipping business idea. What crazy? Flipping crazy. What crazy? <laughs> this crazy Justin flipping. Justin has never had a crazy idea in his life. <laughs> business idea from the get-go. Or was she reluctant at first until the money started rolling in? And she says, in my husband. Are those parentheses or what is those? Parentheses. Yeah, parentheses. I always get exclamation marks and parentheses mixed up. <laughs> says, my husband is a bit skeptical. Thanks. Warmest regards, Kathy. Do you, were you on board with this? crazy flipping idea from the get-go oh i was on board but i definitely wasn't sitting there going where is the money rolling in (laughs) no that's a good question um when i always let's let's be honest here when i dated people before i met justin i was always attracted to the um successful person like i i dated guys she was a gold digger pretty much i am not a gold digger (laughs) just kidding i am a hard worker you would not have married me if you were a gold digger. no way that that was not the right way to go but, um, you know, I was attracted to people who had a lot of goals and who were motivated and, you know, they were in medical school or something. And so um, I was always attracted to that. But I probably would have taken a more conservative route, like maybe yeah. be a doctor. 
And Justin takes more of the risk route. And so the risk has been uncomfortable for me and still can be uncomfortable. So basically, you didn't have a choice. So I didn't really have a choice. Because <laughs> I couldn't but, do anything else. <laughs> but I did. But you did. a choice. I did have a choice. It is yeah. a large job to support someone with your time, energy, everything to make sure it happens. Because it, it takes the full team to make it work. If you want to have a family and a business and... But you knew I couldn't be a doctor or a lawyer. You knew that wasn't After that me. one date where you couldn't push play on the receiver oh, to watch a movie... man. We I should have made rules before this. You were not going to be a doctor. <laughs> we should have made rules that you couldn't bring that stuff up. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's all good. Full disclosure. We're, right. we're there. So, but you were, I mean, you were a little more ner- nervous and reluctant... As, you know, with hindsight's twenty twenty, right? So we know that we've made it or are making it now. But there were moments when we had $120,000 of debt. And at that moment, anyone could look and say like, oh, yeah, she, she shouldn't have been on board. She should have been a little weary or concerned. Right. I mean, you've had, you have had fears in the past, right? These One of my biggest fears just growing up was financial fear. It was a huge fear of mine. But I also am a doer and a believer. And a lot of the things I've gone for... I've been able to achieve and so I just would listen and we'd get educated and I thought of course we can do that we can totally do that and at first I really had to learn how to trust you and sometimes I was like you're crazy no <laughs> heck no uh what but as the time's gone as time's gone on and we've um gotten more successful and as yeah as money has started to come in I've been able to trust you more, a lot more and kind of let some of those reins because at first it was just you and me and so this has allowed me to let you drive the business and so I can drive the family because yeah. the family is so important and you were always looking at the count at first and be like oh, what's going on you know is everything yeah. okay and- well I would see you go do these projects and you're like going 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 and I'm like whoa whoa whoa, whoa. who's doing the accounting who's I was the detail person all in the background just like scrambling to make sure everything was working okay so that we could continue. Can you say the money coming? Did the money always come in as quickly as we had thought or when we thought or how we thought? We thought that first year in the Dish Network business that we were going to be millionaires that first year. Okay, we have this many, this and this. We're going to be millionaires! And did we think it would take us seven months to close our first deal in real estate? No. And in hindsight, it sounds like, oh, I can make it seven months. But when you're in the seven months, you don't know if it's going to be seven months or seven years. And so you really have to believe and keep pushing forward. And yeah. Yeah. So, Kathy, I know, I mean, I know you're taking action and you're making things happen now. Um, Be, you know, be patient with, with your husband because, I mean, I think he's, the truth is there are a lot of people out there that don't take a lot of action and they yeah. don't make things happen. And so their spouses have, or family members have a right to be concerned or nervous. Right. Because if Justin was some guy that just sat on the side for years and years and looked on his internet and said, I want to do this business and read a bunch of books and made a bunch of business plans, but didn't do any of the stuff that really matters, which is not that. Like if he didn't go talk to the people and make sales and get houses under contract, then yeah, I would not be on board um, with that because yeah. I, I would jump ship too. So it just depends on the person. But Cap, Kathy's really a go-getter. Really. So Kathy's I think, look, I think once you get some consistency going, I think your husband's going to be more and more on board. And it's not that he doesn't trust you or love you. He does. Um, it's just, get you know. You got to prove yourself. You got to kind of prove yourself too. I hate to say that because it's your spouse, right? Mm-hmm. But but it's it's tough finding that balance. So support him as well. Love him. 
make sure you have that balance in your life. And we'll get into that a little more. Yeah. Um, but yeah, show, show them this. Ka- Kathy is a rock star. She can do it. Mr. Argento, she can do it. She's got this. <laughs> have faith in Go her. Kathy. Go Kathy. Go get him. All right. Justin, what kind of schedule do you have working from home? How many hours do you devote to the business and then call it quits before you go back to spending time with the family? So once again, this is always evolving, right? Right. Always evolving. I mean, there were, I'll admit, like there have been times when I've had work issues. Well, there are times, there was a time in the beginning where we had to work, right? Yeah. We had to put it in. Like we, we just had, had to, to put in the time. It's like going to college and working when someone goes to college and they work their tail off and they're studying late and just doing whatever it takes when you're young and trying to support a family and figure things out. And there's, there's a moment for that. And we went through that in our business as well. But then there was a time when I had to say, okay, like I got to have some balance here. Mm-hmm. Things can wait. And I still was an addict. Mm-hmm. Um, there have been moments when Tara had to, you know, say, look, like you are not listening to me. You're not paying attention. You're not, you're not focused on me. We're at dinner and I can talk to you and you don't even hear what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And that I've had, I've had those struggles. Yeah. So having that been said, or did you want to go say something about that? I was going to say, there has been a part of me that's been, I have this jealous thing with the business sometimes because he gets so into it. And I sometimes love the I'm like, oh, you, hey, look at me over but here. But I love you even more. You do. Mm. You're a great hubby. But, you know, when we were dating, I didn't go, okay, can't wait to get married. We're going to have hours and hours of business discussion. <laughs> but um, it's just kind of how you know it's evolved. But it was a gamble I took, and I scored with you. Yes. <sighs> okay. There's a joke. I don't even know exactly how it goes. I just like the idea. <laughs> but there's a woman that goes back to her high school reunion, and her friends say, "Oh, I was like, aren't you glad that you chose to marry Bobby instead of James because Bobby became a millionaire?" And she looks at them and goes. How do you think he became a millionaire? Uh, I love that story. Anyway, no, it's, so it's true, though. It's it true. is true. I, you know, there is quite... To have a strong spouse, you have to have an equally strong other. And Tara other. is the... So. Uh, she's the, the wind beneath my wings. The wind beneath... Did you ever know? Right. <laughs> okay. So well, but as far as schedule goes... So bottom line is we used to work like 15 hours a day... And now in my housekeeping business, like you're putting very little time into it. You help mm-hmm. with some of the accounting. Mm-hmm. I'm putting a few hours a week into it because it's all systematized. We've created that machine. And now um, we're able to focus on some other projects. We have a really cool project coming we up. We do. We're really excited to tell you guys. We'll tell, we'll tell them about the end. Should we'll tell them about later. Yeah. Make them wait. But I think the point, I think it's important to know that for us, this is how it's been. You've been the business driver, kind yeah. of the... Um, pushing, pushing that area and driving there and um, the visionary with that. And I've helped a ton and then kind of transitioned. And I've kind of been more of the family driver because we have three kids and... Did you guys, can you guys see these blue hands? And this <laughs> is why my hands hand. are blue because we were tie-dyeing shirts yesterday she, with the kids. She is an amazing mom <laughs> and wife. Like, kids are really lucky. Yeah. yeah. I will admit, you know, it's, it's hard to balance them at times as a mother to... How much do I work and how much do I spend time? And it's been very important for us. So I, it's cool that you're the business driver and I'm this driver, and we kind of get to have both worlds. So. She keeps she keeps me in check. I try to keep him balanced, and he. So I could talk about business balanced. all day, every day. It's just it, it is in my blood. I'm addicted to it. It's it's my curse, mm-hmm. and my blessing. Yep. 
So she helps keep me balanced. She's very supportive of keeping me in check when yeah. I need it. <laughs> sometimes you love it, sometimes you don't. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> um, this says, hey, Taryn, Justin. Do you want to see what it's from real quick? It, this is from John and Dolly. That last one's from Gary. Oh, so, the last okay. one's from Gary. Cool. Yeah. Thanks, Gary. So this is John and Dolly, and um, they're just talking about how they may have a situ- similar situation as us. They started investing business with their friends a couple years ago that didn't go so well. We understand that. (laughs) Um, And now his wife is pregnant. Congratulations. Due in October. And they're both still working. Um, And so basically their question is, uh, how, this is question for Tara, how do you deal with the fear of your husband's big entrepreneur dreams while weighing the fear of losing security of a regular job with a young family? How have I dealt with that? You've been pretty awesome, but it's not your, I mean, how do I say it? Like, you're not crazy like me. You're not, you haven't been as crazy. Like I am like obsessed, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it has been, even though you've been supportive and you've helped and you've been a part of it, it's been, it's been a struggle of yours at times. Not so much anymore. Right. You, actually, it's pretty incredible. Like it used to be one of your bigger fears, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now it's now it's not. Like yeah. now whenever something happens, you're like, oh, whatever. Yeah. You're kind of used to it. Yeah. <laughs> your skin I, my gotten... skin has gotten much thicker. So, yeah. I mean, there are still some fears. But, um, I don't know. I just believe in him. I think yeah. if you have someone who's actually motivated and <clears throat> loves what they do. It's pretty rare. I just could not rip away that dream from him for my comfort zone. And so, yes, it's been out of my comfort zone. It's been uncomfortable. But I think it would have been more uncomfortable to say, sorry, you can't do that. I need you to go do this job. It would, you know, it'd be really funny to see him work for someone else. That would be funny. Just for a minute. <laughs> I just like to see it for a minute. But I'm not good at taking authority very well. <laughs> yeah. It's been uncomfortable, but um, I always say there are, there are quirks and perks, but the perks are really working out. And so, I, you know, this is working out for me. But it has been, it's been, she can relate though. It's, there oh, I can relate. Been hard. I can really. You used to have like dreams about it, right? Like yeah. losing everything. And, yep. Um, I think the thing to remember is, you know, there, there's risk in everything you do. And so why not take those risks that have bigger rewards? Because even getting a job, regular job and working for someone else is a huge risk. Right. I mean. I mean, what's the risk of not doing it? Like. A husband who is... Or spouse. Cause or spouse or partner or whoever, yourself, um, of not reaching your potential, of not, you know, being motivated, of being depressed, feeling like you didn't really go for something. I mean, I think those risks are higher than financial risks. Like, just the risks of your livelihood and your And there's so much to be said. You know, people just focus on the end result and the money. But the truth is, like, it's all about having that hope. And that dream of a better tomorrow or and, and that it, going for something. Yeah. I mean, that's huge. That's where you really progress, right? So mm-hmm. people will go to school for four, eight years and they don't graduate and think, I'm a failure. I made no money. I don't have anything. No, they feel like they've accomplished something. So if you just switch it and look at it from that perspective, as you're always learning, you're always educating. And whether you end up killing and flipping houses or something else in real estate or something else in business or whatever, like you're learning all the time. You're living. So, all right. Cool. Awesome, guys. And and I know John and Dolly. You guys mentioned that 
I know you guys are in the the mastermind program and you're getting your uh, whole song business going. So you're doing the right things, um, you know, because we're the best. Totally. <laughs> you're learning from the right people, so you're in the right place. So just keep keep doing what you're doing and you take action where it counts, and you'll you're going to make it. You're going to be successful. I mean, the truth is, you're tapping into what a dozen years of knowledge and mistakes and things that we've learned along the way that we can just kind of let you help you hone in and get to it quicker. Yeah, awesome. They also say, thank you so much for doing this podcast, Tara, and you're cool too, Justin. <laughs> you're cool. Well, they're thanking you and I'm cool as well. Thanks, guys. Just, you know, I appreciate just that. Just in case you don't feel quite like... Okay. Um, hi, Justin. I, I wonder where do you draw the line between work and personal time, in particular for cases when something important came up at any time and interrupted a family activity. Thanks so, Paul. <clears throat> story time. Story time. Years ago, you know, we were working the grind, working our tails off with our, our business that ended up giving us $120,000 of debt, but that's a whole other story. Um, that was our satellite dish business, and we finally had a chance to go on a date. Someone offered to watch our kids, or watch Brogan, Brogan well, one of the time. Well, we went to go on a date, and it was like, what, that new Willy Wonka, it's not new anymore, but at the time, the newer one. Is that what you went to watch? Yeah, yeah. What uh, it was thinking? It was lame, but anyway, so I, I'm there, and, and I get this call. And it's from one of my sales reps. And I'm just like, start, my mind starts spinning like, oh, what if it's important? Why is he calling me and not the receptionist? And uh, so I just, I take the call. I leave the movie and I take the call. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's no big deal. We're not talking anyway. It's just a movie, whatever. It's a dumb movie. I leave. Okay, no big deal. When we, but after the day, after the movie, I could tell Tara just wasn't super pumped. Mm-hmm. And then guess what? I got another call. Mm-hmm. And I took that one too. So we're driving. We have the scooter. We're in college, mm-hmm. right? So and you're on a scooter. <laughs> Taking a call and I'm like, on our date. So I'm like having to like okay. yell in her ear practice. I'm yelling so they can hear me. And the crazy thing is, neither one of those calls were important at all. Mm-hmm. And I basically ruined like the one night that Tara and I had to really focus on the reason why we were doing everything, right? Mm-hmm. Like she and my son were my true why. But I put that to the side. I, I lost track of that because I thought that something was going to be more important. So that night, I said to myself... I said, everything can wait. There are some things, sometimes, when everything can wait. And I mean that seriously. You know, I coach you guys, take calls live and get after it and make things happen. But you've got to have boundaries. Mm-hmm. If you have boundaries, that allows for freedom. You know, it's like uh, I, I come up with some animal thing, you know. If you have like a gate around some animal, <laughs> like, the boundaries is what gives them freedom. Anyway, okay, that's the plain. But you've <laughs> got to have boundaries. <laughs> And that's what will give you freedom. So give yourself boundaries, whatever those are. Maybe you're at the beginning, you're still working hard, but communicate with your spouse and your family members. And even if it's for a couple hours a day that you're going to be 100% focused on them, do that. Shut off your phone. Outsource it if you have to, but be present in those moments. Right. And make sure everything else, if it's an emergency, what do they do, Tara? They figure it out, actually, and then they call you after saying they've resolved it. But if there really is an emergency, they call 911. Yeah, you call 911, right? For an emergency, call in one, everything else can wait. Yeah. I think, too, it's important to remember... But you're right. That was a good point that you brought up. Where to draw the line between work and personal time. Make sure that every point of contact you have with your family is not about business. Yes. Like, we've had conversations about this to where sometimes Justin, every time he talks to me, is like, business, business. (laughs) And I'm like, sweetheart. (laughs) (laughs) And usually I'll start it off with something different, but it, like, somehow weaves... I don't care what topic we're on. Look at that plant. 
You know what? Speaking of plants, that reminds me. <laughs> Make sure that you talk about other things because yeah. if that's all you talk about in a relationship, then you're really not developing that relationship. And I'm so grateful for that, actually, because I want to be as happy as I am if that's all I talked about, if that's yeah. all we talked about. And we, our relationship, our connection would be as strong. And oh, there's, there's, there's more to life. Amazing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, okay. Do you want to read this one? All right. This is from John Metz in Los Angeles. Thanks for uh, writing in, John. Um, here's my question. Putting aside the real estate-related tasks you do each day, what are the daily habits, rituals, and beliefs that have led uh, to your success? He mentions that he knows he knows some of them. Um, let's see. For example, okay, do you have a morning ritual, exercise, spiritual practices, affirmations, visual, visual, visualizations. visualizations, et cetera, goal setting, et cetera. Okay, so here's the deal, John. Um, I'm going to be honest. I don't have like a specific regimen that I wake up at 5.30 every day and then I do this, 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 this. I, I love here. I love what I do, right? It is as fun for me. It's like a game. Like I get giddy on Monday mornings when I get to get... Sunday nights when I get to get back to work the next day, like I get excited. So because of that reason, I wake up early. Like I haven't had to be super regimen with it. Okay. Um, and also, you know, as you talk about affirmations and stuff like that, I used to think affirmations and vis- visualizations, ah, pff, whatever, who needs that? But what I've recently realized, and Tara can talk a little more about affirmations. She's learned a lot about those recently mm-hmm. is I was always affirming things. I was always visualizing. Like I had to, <clears throat> My number one thing is trying to have that balance in, in not just focusing on the business and visualizing those things. So I was already doing that, and I didn't even realize that. Yeah. Um, so that's that's one thing. Um, and then, yeah, I'll, so I'll let you talk a little about visual, visualizations. <laughs> but I, we do try to exercise a lot. I mean, it's huge, right? Yeah. Oh, you, you, you talk about oh, those things. Man. Exercise is therapy. It's like... If you're having a busy, stressful day and you've got a lot going on in business, family, or whatever, you can go exercise and it just like wipes that slate practically clean. And so if you're feeling stressed, overwhelmed, anxious, make sure you have an exercise regimen. There, there can be times. It's crucial. And I don't know how many awesome books. I like to learn about business stuff. Yeah, I love to true. learn about spiritual things. I take in information so well when I exercise. So it's not like I'm just sitting there wasting. Usually I am learning something while exercising. So... And there can be times when I feel like everything is doom and gloom and things are horrible and I will go work out or just even something short, 10 minutes of running and all of a sudden my mind is clear mm-hmm. and nothing in my life has changed except for some weird chemicals in my brain. I have been. <laughs> and all of a sudden like things are fine. Those endorphins, man. It's good stuff. Things are totally fine. I recognize the things I was worried about weren't things to be worried about. So, mm-hmm. but going back to some of your, your rituals, um, yes, if you do not, if you aren't very disciplined, like we're... We're mentoring my sister Jenny. That's about the project that we're talking about, and she did not have those schedules. She didn't have the habit of waking up early. So, so it's starting out more strict because it just has to be created. Yes. If you don't have the self discipline, then you may need to start out with a stricter regimen to get you into the habit of doing those healthy things, and then you can start to have some flexibility. But if you don't have the um, willpower, then start with a regimen until it becomes natural. Like. We just do things. We we have to actually, we have such habits of work that sometimes we have to work backwards. <laughs> exactly. Like sometimes I have to not read 
too many books or listen to too much because my mind will go because <laughs> it's already going pretty fast. Yeah. Um, but yes, if you don't have those habits, I know a lot of people that don't wake up earlier. I don't care what it takes. As far as exercise and all these things go, like uh, we, we just actually listened to this book called um, Miracle Morning. And he talks about how you can do all of these things. Six like, minutes. Yeah. Well, well, an hour is ideal. Yeah. But like six minutes. So if I don't care if you're running in place for, for five minutes, get your heart pumping. Get some, start somewhere. No excuses to not do these things. Uh, maybe you can listen to audio. Listen to us or me while you're, while you're running or, or doing something. But yes, affirmations are huge because we have fifty to 60,000 thoughts every single day. Why not make those thoughts like where you want to take your life, yeah, right? Why not right. visualize those things? Right. Uh, but for me, I think affirmations and visualizations are good. But like, get after it. Go do things. Go make right. things happen. And goal setting is great. Go do it. Just do it. Think less, do more is like my favorite saying yep. that I made up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we didn't mention spiritual practices, but those Super are important. important. Like I spend half an hour to an hour a day just studying those kinds of things. And so I don't care what your religious or spiritual beliefs are, but like there is something more to life than just um, what meets the eye, yeah. right? More than, more than, than money, money and just like there's, there's deep, something deeper, yeah. right? And so that's important to tap into that. Yep. So awesome. Thanks, John. Thanks, John. All right. You want to, all right. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> should I read this one? Cause this is a good one. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> says, hi, Justin. I was wondering what happens when you talk about the business real estate with Tara. And is she either not in the mood to listen or has she reached her limit <laughs> about hearing real estate? That's never happened. That has never happened. Do you have to sometimes stop talking about business ideas or issues when it overloads her? Has there been times where she didn't understand what you were trying to do in the business or she wasn't as supportive? What did you both do to get through this? Has she been interested in business slash real estate? If not, what changed things? And thanks to you both for being so transparent and helping all of us. Oh, that's nice. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks, Ryan. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> what happens when I talk about he, he, business too much? Is she either not in the mood? Which mood are we talking about? Because sometimes too much business <laughs> can really destroy a certain kind of mood. So that is true. keep that in mind. <laughs> that's really what gets me to have a balance. That's <laughs> really his motivator for knocking it the heck off. That's, that's her motivator. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah, I, I definitely have a limit to um, the amount of business I want to talk to. Because, let's be honest, we work with my family. We work with your family. Wherever we go, people are interested in what we do. And so it is a constant conversation. Um, I could talk about it all day, every day. He could talk really about could. it all day, all day. I, all day, all day. I actually have some But other... I'm glad I don't. I'm glad I don't. Yeah, you're always glad when I try to like, okay, yeah. let's, you know. I actually have some other interests. Sometimes it's so important. There are other about. things in life to talk about. <laughs> Crazy, I know. <laughs> and so, yeah, it's important. Make sure, because this person, if you want them to support you, make sure you're not always just like, you know, pulling them, pulling them at it and that you have some balance. And we talked about the boundaries. You know, there was a time when... We had to set a firm six o'clock. You cannot say anything else after six o'clock. And that was firm, solid, solid. Now, since that time, I've gotten a lot better. Mm -hmm. We've been doing a lot more family trips where I'll spend a whole week only talking about it a little bit. Yeah. Um, and, and as that's changing, I'm going more like to the kids that stuff and we're doing other things. So as that's happened, 
it hasn't been as much of an issue. So if we do talk about it in the evening a little bit, it's cool. Yeah, because right? there's better balance. And so it's, it's, we've reached a better point. There are also times when, you know, when we get together, when we're together as a family, which happens a lot because we work from home, um, Justin will be in business land and I'm in like family and business land. And sometimes I'm just like, you, you know, hey, over here. So we've had to have some conversations about, you know, there's a great analogy called, um, it doesn't have a name, but basically, I don't know if you've seen those Chinese acrobats who spin the plates, you know, they're spinning plates on their arms and their hands and their feet. And you're constantly spinning these plates. And so one's the business play and one's the family play and the, you know, exercise church, whatever it is that you're doing. And so the... The lesson from that is, is when you're with the family, spin the family plate, okay? You're spinning that plate. When you're in the business, we focus in the business, okay? But make sure that, that you plate. have those boundaries because you, you'll you forget your why. And the why is all about, for us, family and us. Yeah. Oh, us as, yeah, together. Not like selfishly, but us yeah. together. Yeah. yeah. Our, our relationship. And we have big dreams to help other people and... There's much more to it than. And sometimes you might need to just like toss a plate. If it's not that important. There have been many plates that have been <laughs> That have been dropped or tossed. Mm-hmm. But don't drop the plates that are most important. Yeah. And if you don't spin a plate for a certain period of time, it's going to fall. Mm-hmm. It's going to crack. And that's when you look back and you think, wow, like, for what? Yeah. You know? And I'll admit, the business is very tempting. It's fun. It's exciting. Um, the goals are measurable. Exciting things happen. You saying kids aren't measurable? <laughs> no, kids are just crazy. No, I love our children. But at the end of the day, I can spend time with the kids and go, "What did I do? I don't know. My hands are blue, but what did I even do today?" And so I will admit, the business pulls me, and it's been hard to pull back to make sure that that family unit is protected. And so that has been something I've constantly been just kind of ebbing and flowing with and constantly pushing business back okay make sure that these kids are taken care of and loved and that we are good there's a quote from one of our uh, church leaders David O. McKay that says no success can compensate for failure in the home Mm -hmm. so that's something that we try to live by and it doesn't matter how successful we are like if we fail we don't want our kids growing up and saying I had a great dad but or, or mom but they didn't spend a lot of time with me. They're yeah. all focused on the business. The business was more important mm-hmm. to them. I mean, something that hit me really hard a few years ago was when um, one of my kids, I said how much I love them more than, I love them more than anything in the world. And was it Britlin or, or Case? And they're like, Yeah, it was Britlin. Really? Like, even more than flipping houses? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, Oh my gosh. Like, <clears throat> I, and I do not, I won't let, I can't, I can't let them think that or feel mm-hmm. that way ever. No. So. <coughs> so part of it's amazing oh, and cool because they get to see their parents do some really neat things and learn life lessons and yeah. we teach them everything we know we're very open we're very um, communicative yep. and the other part of that is seeing I'm more important than that too because it's just what it's all about so <coughs> I did love the other day we asked our kids what they're going to do when they grow up and Britland said I want to be a house flipper so um, I can spend time with my family like you spend with us, Daddy. Yeah, and I'm so like, I can be home all day. Yes. <laughs> no, that's, and that's what we're going for. And, yeah. Um, so I'm better. I mean, there's been some sacrifice. There's been some work up front. And having to find that balance, it's gotten better. But still, even Saturday, I was talking a lot about this new project. Or was it Friday? 
And I could tell you just had your limit. I'd had my limit. <clears throat> and so we had to say, there was this thing we were going to work on Saturday. And then we were going to even work on it Monday. And I said, look, let's not do it Saturday. Mm-hmm. And then yesterday we had to say, I said, Terry, you know what? This is, we have let you push past too much. Like mm-hmm. right now you're doing a little bit in the business, like a couple hours a day, right? Mm-hmm. But we realized like this is past, not your comfort zone, but past your limit. Past for, my, my plate. Is your like, plate was overflow. It was, yeah. Food was falling off of your plate. Mm-hmm. And I see people all the time. I see this person doing this and they want to put this food on the plate. Oh, And before you know it, their plate is full. And then they want to add something else really big. But you can't do that unless you take something off. Right. So you got to choose. Do you want this steak more or do you want this lobster, right? Mm-hmm. Like what are you willing to take off of your plate so you can fit something else on that might be better, right? But always be taking things off. Say no to things that don't fit um, and, and find that find that balance focus. Mm-hmm. You know, t- tell them about we have a friend who they're trying to start this business, but they're doing like 10 other things. Yeah, they, it's just... They, we got together and they wanted some help for their business and they're amazing. Like, love these people. But it's just not possible. It's not physically possible for them to do what they want to do in the business because they have five million things going on. And that is the curse sometimes of someone who is intelligent, successful, or a go-getter is that because I'm good at one thing, I can do all things. You can't. You can't. You've got to focus. You'll start to fail at, at You'll all start things. to drop all of those balls that are up in the air. You need to focus, figure out what it is that's important to you, Keep those things on the plate and constantly be saying no, 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 no. Have boundaries. Those are important. Awesome. I think I covered it. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Wes Brown wants to know, how do you balance getting input from your wife on decisions in your business when she has less experience and knowledge and training in the matters pertaining to that decision? Obviously, you want to be on the same page in important decisions, but it is not practical for her to be on the same level as you in terms of training, knowledge, etc. How do you feel about that? Um, <laughs> it's a good question. We've definitely we used talked to be, about that a lot. Yeah, we used to be on the same page more because you would go to all the trainings and seminars with me and yeah. we were like, we're dialed in, right? I mm-hmm. mean, we still had a decisions. We didn't always agree on all of them, but we at least had the same information. Yeah. So now as I've kind of taken a more of a the lead on, on the business side of those things, um, yeah, there are times when I know more things and I know more about those decisions. Mm-hmm. And um, we talked a lot. Yeah, we had a lot of discussions about that. We how, have. how have we. It hasn't always been perfect. We mm-hmm. get you. Like, we feel you, Wes. Like, it's. I felt this and I think you felt this. It's like. Yeah. It's pretty tough. Like, because you need to be a part of that decision. Right. But at the same time, like, I might know a little more about what I feel like needs to happen. Mm-hmm. And it's hard. I wish I could take my brain and say, okay. You now know all the background. Like sometimes I have to, I've had to convince you of things, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like, oh, if, if you would have just like trusted me, right? Or listened to me from the get-go, we'd have been fine. But then other times you've talked to me about things and I've realized, oh, that's a good point. So I don't know. How, do yeah. we, how have we done that? I think the truth is, is that you have to be very open with each other. So the question is, even for Wes or anybody out there, did you talk about your wife with this? Like, have you asked her these questions? Have you said... You know, in a nice way, because it's kind of a, a, a yeah. tender topic. But have you talked about it? I mean, that's the thing that keeps us going is that we are really open with things and we talk about a lot of things, and um, we're constantly reevaluating what's working. Okay, you know more, and you know. Do we I... never argue about anything. It's all... <laughs> we would never do that. <laughs> so yeah, if when you're not on the same level with knowledge and different things, then 
yeah, you'll have to talk that through. What works for you guys? Get her on the same page at least for what you're feeling and what uh, she's feeling. There's usually something else that she's really trying to tell you as to why maybe she's not trusting that or, yeah. you know. I do remember that. times being incredibly frustrated because I felt like, okay, you don't want me to talk to you all the time about this. But at the same time, you want me to tell you when I'm making big decisions. But it's like, I got to just go and make decisions sometimes. So I think we kind of came to the realizations like, okay, if I'm going to make a decision that is going to affect like our family, like if I'm going to be gone for a long period of time, or if I'm going to spend like a large amount of money, we should probably discuss those things. Mm-hmm. All the decisions I can make. And now we're to the point where I could spend a lot of money and and make some of those decisions because we have more money to spend. Mm-hmm. It just becomes like a business expense. It's not like our personal money expense. It doesn't affect us quite as personally. It doesn't affect us as personally. And, and it's not a big deal if you spend an extra $20,000 on marketing when you're making you know X amount, whatever. We're not getting numbers, but... Like those things don't matter as much. So at the beginning, you've got yeah. If you're going to dig into like your family's life savings, you should probably talk to your spouse about that. <laughs> you know, if you're going to be gone for a month or, or be working every night until ten, yeah, that's a conversation that you need to talk about mm-hmm. and and think about them as well, right? And be yeah. on on the same page in that regard. Just keep in mind that when you have a vision or a business plan or an idea, that when you're working hard and sacrificing and it's really hard for you. Keep in mind that it's also hard for those who are supporting you because it means less time for them, less attention for them. You're more exhausted and they're also covering things for you as well. So keep in mind that you're not the only one with a vision and a plan and a, all kinds of stuff. Their vision and plan just might be a little bit different. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's all about compromise. It's yeah. all about you know talking and, and figuring things out yeah. and, and making it work out together. But, but compromising, like give and take, right? Right. Like so. I, I really feel like you support my goals and dreams mm-hmm. and you're always like pushing me out of my comfort zone and also pushing me towards things that you know I love and I feel like I do the same for you. So. Yeah. So so make sure Wes and this goes for anyone with the same question that you know, think of everything that your wife's needs, your spouse's needs and um and you know, I'm not saying just go in there and give it all okay. I'm not going to do anything cuz you don't want me to. No, I'll go in there like, you know, this is important to me. And I need to do this, like, but I, I'm will like, how can we meet in the middle? Like, how can we do this so it makes sense for you? You know, like, okay, you don't want me to spend $10,000. <laughs> okay, I'll go figure out a different way to make that happen or something like that. What, I don't know what the situation is, but um, give and take. Give mm-hmm. and take is so huge. You know, find out what's important for her, you know? And, and I don't know, is your wife or someone else, maybe they want to go on, like, a trip or just spend a week together, a weekend together. Do that. Do some, find something that they've really wanted for a long time. And it's interesting, whenever I think about Tara, there's a little trick here. I'm like, hey, what does Tara really want? Tara loves it when I put the kids to bed. Or she <laughs> loves massages, right? So, you know, if I'm going to be gone or work extra or do something, it's I think of what can I do for her? Or I leave her a note. She loves notes. I've done that like once. but <laughs> it, <laughs> Twice. Twice, okay. But you, you like that, right? I love it. So figure out what, what does she need, what works for her, and then, and then she'll probably be willing to do the same for you. And it's okay to speak your mind like, hey, you know what, like... I'm doing this. Like, this is important to me, you know. But but let's meet in the middle. How can I help you? Mm-hmm. Cool. Right. All right. I think we have time just for one more question. One more. Um, this is from Jonathan. Jonathan Threats. Threats. I'm not sure how to say that. But Threats. He says, "I love my little sis. Although I think it would be cool to work with her. I often see us bumping heads because we don't always agree on things. How's that for y'all? And what did you do to smooth it over? First off, you're not married to your sister." And I don't mean that to sound strange at all, but <laughs> like, 
I would recommend, what would you recommend? I'll, I'll let Terry answer this first. Like, well, if you're already bumping heads before you've even started, then I would definitely reconsider. Um, yeah, I don't know. Why would you want to work with her if you're already bumping heads? I find first. that a lot of times people go to like their family because it's in their comfort zone to start a business. That sounds nice at first, but that comfort zone gets really uncomfortable as yeah. you guys don't meet eye to eye. So, yep. And it'll happen fast. There, there's someone in one of my coaching students that's happening already. Like, save yourself the headache, man. I've had a few partnerships. They never work out. The partnerships that work out is where someone brings money or they bring a deal or like it's very clean cut. <clears throat> if you guys are just going in there and trying to like, let's make this happen together. It's going to be awesome. I'll start an LLC. You know, yeah. It's probably not going to happen. Now, if you're like insistent on, okay, we really want to work together. It's gonna, you think it's going to help you kind of get out of your fear and go to the next level. Then what I recommend is say, okay, our goal is to maybe do one deal together. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to split the cost of marketing. You're going to spend this much time prospecting. Or, or one of you are going to do one thing, one of you do another thing. I, I would kind of go that route. And then and focus on one deal. Don't go start an LLC or anything crazy. And then if it doesn't work out, okay, you got from step zero to step two. You know, you, you've progressed. Mm-hmm. But it's probably not going to work out. I'll just be honest with you. I would focus more on if she wants to learn, you guys learn together, right? Like learn together. You can like brainstorm. And then if one of you, because there's always going to be one person doing more than the other. One person's going to want to work harder than the other. And it's just, it's not cool. Like it's never fun. It never works out. <laughs> Very rarely. Yeah. That's tough. That's a tough one. So I would tell you, I would tell you not to do it. Not to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as us working together, like how do we smooth it? I mean, it's kind of like what we just talked about with Wes. I mean. It's give and take. It's been, um, you know, I, th- I think there have been points where you've had to realize, like, okay, this is Justin's main focus. I need to let him make that decision. But then there's been times where I've had to listen to her as well. And she's she's right most of the time, actually. <laughs> so she's a great sounding board. I really cool. appreciate her. Um, I'm always wanting to, like, get into ventures like you're talking about with other people. In fact, mm-hmm. we kind of have. A, well, it's different, though. <laughs> huh? Well, with, with Jenny. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about it. But anyway. <laughs> I'm always wanting to do crazy stuff like that. So, um, yeah, it's once again just talking and working things out. There's no yeah. magic. Pill I should have gone to therapy school. I think that would have been very. Yeah, she cancels me a we're lot. We're constantly giving each other therapy. and. Yeah. yeah. So, guys, this was a ton of fun. Uh, thanks for all your questions and feedback. Uh, you can go to houseflippinghq.com slash family. Should mm-hmm. we put it under that? Let's do family. Let's do family. So housewinghq.com slash family if you have any other follow-up questions or comments that you'd like to leave. Um, if you have any, know of anyone else who could benefit from this that maybe they're struggling in their business or one person is on, whatever, like the, the differences, right? Um, that balance, like send it to them. I'm sure they'd really appreciate it. It's yeah. kind of something special we wanted to do for you guys. And we only got to the tip of the iceberg. There's so much more we could talk about, but hopefully this is a good general. Yeah, this is a good a good start. Yeah. So something else we want to talk about really quick before we go is um, this exciting project that we have going on. Do you want to talk about it? Sure. Okay, go for it. Eight Minute Millionaire? Well, basically, Justin and I are constantly talking about life and business and getting over our fears and going for things and taking action and so um, he coaches people with the real estate. I also coach people more on a personal level. And um, it, there's just not enough time to get everybody. And we love it. And everybody should be learning these life lessons that we've learned just from business and having children and being married and kind of putting it all together. And so we created a new podcast called The 8-Minute Millionaire. Not the, it's just 8-Minute eight Millionaire. 8-Minute eight Millionaire. <laughs> Pardon me. <laughs> well, hey, they might go to the wrong URL, right? That's so. true. That's true. 
And so he and I get on there and we just talk about what we're doing, the things that are going on in our life, um, mindset, reading, reaching your potential. We have people that we work with to kind of help them reach these goals. We have a really cool person we're working with to uh, help them become a millionaire. And it's just silly and raw and dorky and it's a lot of fun and it's inspirational. So, Yeah, guys, so go check out 8minutemillionaire.com. Literally, the day we're sending this out is probably the day it will be live. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so go check that out um, if you want to hear more of us being crazy. It's just a fun way that we can work together more with our kids going back to school. Mm-hmm. And we talk more about you know family balance. And it's a way I can talk about my education and, and my internet marketing business because I don't really talk about that in House Flipping HQ. And then like Tara said, I we are going to be mentoring my little sister Jenny who she has nothing. She's broke as a joke. She's living off of my parents, like stuck to the umbilical cord. It's, it's been a week, and I'm already like, what in the world am I doing? Yesterday, I realized she doesn't know how to use email. Like, it's crazy. She spent, like, an entire, like, several days working on how to, like, set up Twitter. But we're getting there. We're going to figure this out. Like, the goal is for her within five years to make a million dollars. And if we can help her, we can help anyone. You're next. <laughs> so it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to see how it goes. You can follow our journey. Um, our next goal is to make $10 million a year. Um, we've made you know, seven figures for the past several years. And our next goal is to make $8 million. We just want to let people follow us on that journey. So go check out aminamillionaire.com. Uh, once again, if you have any other questions, hit us up, com, And get after it, guys. I mean, it's all about that balance, right? Find that balance. And that, I don't know. Do you have any other final comments? No. This is fun. Okay. I love you, Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Get after it. Go get them. This has been the House Flipping HQ podcast. Your your ultimate house flipping resource. For intelligent real estate investing and financial freedom. Check out amazing tutorials, blogs, how-tos, and other inspiring podcasts with house flipping experts at houseflippinghq.com. Houseflippinghq.com. Bye. I never know how to close. Okay, we're probably close. Kyle will close it for us. Kyle will close it for us. (laughs) All right, guys. It's the man.